This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional, Angela Kalla. So pleased you could be with us. We're heard at this hour every weekend on CKNW, AngelaKalla.ca. Angela, you were recently interviewed by CBC, which led off their news, uh, talking about how Canadians are getting into the market And you summarized that four out of ten Canadians get a substantial gift from parents uh, in the sum of one hundred to three hundred thousand dollars instead of co-signing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, That is how the majority of first-time buyers or people moving up the property ladder are looking at how they're going to get into the market. And so we work together with our financial planning partners to ensure that each dollar that you get, of course, from from family is deployed in the best possible manner to ensure if there's any additional grants that you can get, um, you get those grants and that dollar just extends as far as possible. We all need to ensure that no stone is left unturned in today's market and always. Well, I thought what was interesting about the interview was that they're actually gifting uh, cash uh, rather than co-signing on the mortgage. So what's the thought process among these parents uh, instead of uh, co-signing, they're actually gifting cash. I take it that maybe uh, in an advanced age, they don't want to be tied down to a legal document. Uh, well, there's there's a combination of factors. First and foremost, a down payment is required. So it depends on how much the um, children actually qualify for in terms of a mortgage. And then if there's any other gaps, depending on the age of the parents, if the parents are still working, then they might have an income that they can utilize to co-sign. But if they're retired and they don't have an income uh, high enough to cover their debts and anybody and the new debt assumed, then it doesn't necessarily benefit an application. And also when parents are looking at doing family planning, if they have two kids as an example, well, you know, they have to look at how it's going to be fair for each and tying themselves down to co-signing for one generally means they won't be able to co-sign for another because Manny, it takes a hundred thousand dollars a year in net income with traditional lenders to qualify for a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage. So when you put that in perspective, even if you're retired and, you know, you're earning say $80,000 a year in retirement between your pensions and whatnot and your investment income. Well, if you have, you know, a small mortgage left yourself in a car loan, well, that takes away the qualification to assist with actually helping the qualifications of your kids. So it's multifaceted and it's a very personalized scenario that you look at when you're going to go through that life stage. And we advise on how to best position you with the lenders and what considerations you should have moving forward. And then it's ultimately up to the family to decide how they would like to proceed. Well, I know you'll guide everyone through those uh, various options that you just outlined. AngelaCalla.ca, AngelaCalla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. We thought with this in mind in terms of gifting, Uh, You recently did an interview with a client of yours by the name of Ben, 
and uh, Ben uh, sought out some help from uh, one of his in-laws. So uh, when we uh, did that interview with Ben, he's really a classic example of following his heart and his good sense to get away from dealing with a big financial institution and seeking out Angela's advice. So uh, to answer your question, we've had a pretty... uh unique set of circumstances over the last few years. Um, We previously owned an apartment downtown Vancouver and uh, it was a one bedroom and, you know, a little shoebox in the sky type of place. And uh, we had lived there for a number of years. And after we had our daughter, it became clear that, you know, this wasn't going to be enough room. And uh, I have been wanting to move away from the lower mainland for uh, a number of years. And my wife really did not. And, uh, so as a compromise, we decided, uh, why don't we sell the place and try and invest the money, uh, the profit, because the value had gone up quite a bit. And so we were spending uh, winters in the States for the last few years and then uh, renting a place uh, from her parents, um, you know, during the time that we were up here. And, uh, you know, as circumstances go, uh, 2019, I had, I'm self-employed and I'd had a really good year, but 2020 with the pandemic, uh, the kind of trades that I was in and the kind of stuff I was doing was really affected by it. And uh, I tried to predict some future swings and it just, it was just not a good year. And uh, that left us in a really awkward position with uh, wanting to move to Kelowna. Um, My daughter starts school uh, in September. So that was the plan to go up there, but uh, um, it just left us in a really tough spot because the rental market up there is really aggressive and really expensive. And, you know, anything goes on the market, there's 10 people there applying for it. Like it's a really challenging situation. So um, my mother-in-law really insisted that we try and uh, buy something. And she very graciously uh, helped us to accomplish that. So um, it was quite an unconventional route, but at the end of the day, you know, it's so nice to know that, you know, we have that comfort and security of knowing that we're going into a place we can afford Um, it's exactly what we need. It's got a nice big spare bedroom. It's right down by the beach. I mean, all those things we were looking for are there. And, uh, you know, if we didn't have that, this would be a really different situation to try and walk into. So, yeah. And Ben, I'm just so grateful you shared that because we're all going through that as we navigate the market and we navigate, you know, situational challenges with the economy and, you know, what's happening around the world. And as parents, I feel there's nothing that we want more than security. So you dealt with previous banks and and kind of had your ups and downs. What was your experience when you reached out to the Angela Calla mortgage team? Well, um, I would say uh, when we first spoke with banks, everything looked pretty good. I mean, you know, uh, even with 2020 not being that great, it it still seemed like we had some kind of chance. But uh, and I will say at first, um, it seemed like that was going to be a similar situation. They seemed pretty confident that, you know, we can get something done. And as we started to get into the particulars, things became more and more challenging. But the big difference versus the bank where they pretty much just gave up on us. Um, you guys really didn't, you know, and having people really fighting for it, really trying to push through and find solutions is what made all the difference. Excellent. And do you have any, any comments or, or advice for other people about ensuring that they know their options and, and how to partner with the right people when you're getting a mortgage and how that makes a difference? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
I think for me, the biggest learning process with this is to just make sure that you truly understand your income situation, what you actually earn and all those type of things. That was something where there was a lot of surprises with me being self-employed. Another one um, that was a really big thing that made a difference was a cosign. And uh, as a 38-year-old guy with a family, reaching out to mom and dad was not something that I was looking forward to doing. I mean, they were very gracious and helpful about that. But I didn't fully appreciate what a difference that made having a cosign because we were having a hard time even trying to get a B mortgage and having them come in and put their name on the dotted line, even though we're paying for everything, that made it so that we could get a competitive interest rate and it brought us into a completely different realm in this process. And that's really, I think, the big difference that you have when you work with an independent mortgage professional, such as our team that were able to help you navigate this, is we have access to all the different lenders and all the different options. And so there's so many ways that you can structure a mortgage that is just really about selecting what's going to provide you and your family with the best lifestyle and comfort moving forward. 100%. I, I completely agree with that, Uh you know, I think for anybody going into a situation like this, having that sort of access and those options that a team like yours provides really makes a difference. But especially for people in a challenging situation who are just just trying to get a home and they just need to find a way to make it work. That was a huge thing that made a big difference. Excellent. And how did you feel about the service working with the team? One thing that really jumped out at me, you hear the word team thrown around a lot. And uh, with you guys, um, you know, the fact that it doesn't matter who you email, you know, somebody's getting back to you right away. They all know what's going on. You know, everybody is aware of the situation and whatever step that we're going through at that moment. And the other thing that really jumped out at me too, is the fact that you guys are going to continually look for, uh, situations down the road, possibly better interest rates, anything like that at not a cost to us is something that really jumps out. And, uh, with this place, um, I mean, we're happy to be moving in there. You know, it's exactly what we need. But we're also aware that, you know, in a few years, depending on what the market does, we might be trying to get into a house or a different place or possibly purchase some rental income or, or uh, rental property, whatever that is. And knowing that uh, we've already built this relationship with you guys, we can reach out and see what our options are and move forward uh, is something that means a lot because we do plan on going down that path. The realities of what we're going to be paying to live in this place, but now that we're going to own it and just between ownership, property tax and strata, we are going to be saving like literally $700 to $1,000 a month versus renting the exact same place. So I just have to say, you know, if somebody's on the fence about buying and they don't know if they can or not, the to be able to get out there with somebody like you and find out what your actual options are, what is possible, and just get in the game where you actually own something. I mean, the amount of savings that we're going to have even over the next five years is just tremendous. So a huge thank you to you and your team for that. Really nice, Angela, that uh, he was able to uh, take advantage, uh, if I can use that word, of a special gift from his mother-in-law, and sure enough, found a great place for his family to buy in Kelowna. Yes, and people 
are moving all over the province and interprovincially, depending on their income. And that's the main aspect here is their income. Now, of course, there's solutions for everyone. And if they are moving to another province, but they don't have um, income that's set up, well, then there are mortgage lenders that certainly will lend to them. But of course, the interest rate's higher. So if they are moving somewhere and they have a job secured and they're not on probation, and they can work from the location in which they're purchasing, um, then, of course, they can get any type of traditional mortgage. But it is very unique to individuals' profiles, and there always is a way to get a mortgage. It just depends on if that mortgage is really a best part of your overall financial plan or if we want to modify something based on waiting a few months or or adding a cosigner. You know, we recently had a client that we helped where the daughter had gotten divorced. She had claimed um, she had also through the divorce had to go through a consumer proposal and the parents didn't want the daughter to uh, have to go out and rent. So the parents uh, bought a place with the daughter in order to, you know, not have to go through all the all the qualification processes, but it allows the timeline that we have put out uh, allows obviously for the consumer proposal to pass. And then, of course, at the end of the five-year term, the intent is is that the daughter will take it over. And based on her income and the, the credit rehabilitation plan, that should work. But, you know, you have to be able to understand that anything can happen in a few years, depending on the world and your personal circumstances. So we make plans, but modify accordingly. And there's always a way that we can figure something out. Well, as you did with uh, Ben and his family, uh, you figured it all out. And if you are having trouble figuring out what the next step is with your mortgage, may we suggest you get a hold of Angela uh, through her website, angelacalla.ca, angelacalla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. You are listening to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional, Angela Calla, back in a moment. Welcome back to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional, Angela Calla. Angela Calla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. Time now for our resident real estate expert, Rob Boys from Royal LePage. Let's talk about this elephant in the room, Robert. The provincial government this week introduced legislation that allows a cooling-off period following the purchase of a home in an effort to protect buyers in this red-hot market. I want to know what this is all about and how it affects buyers, and equally important, how it affects sellers. Well, you know, I understand that there's going to be um, zones or scales to how this looks. Um, Just my own personal opinion, it's... I, I personally never allow a buyer especially a, an inexperienced buyer or, or somebody who has not made a purchase in, in many, many years um, to have not conducted their due diligence. And you can do your due diligence in, an, in advance of an offering uh, opportunity, so an op- offering period. So I personally think that the unintended consequences of this uh, cooling off or it, it's basically a rescission period. Now, Let's take a quick step back. If, if you're going into a new construction development and there's 70, 80, 90, 100 units, you don't have as much competition. And there's, because you have multiple units, I guess if you're down to 
the single unit and the market is super hot and you have some competition on that single unit. But the, the seven day rescission period is where you're buying on, on new construction, where you're buying something that is not yet built. There's definitely a lot more to, to consider than making an offer on, you know, a 20 year old townhouse, let's say, and you have a history of strata documentation. You can talk to the owner about the neighborhood or the seller about the neighborhood, or you can check with a neighbor about the neighborhood. So you have more opportunities. And the unintended consequences of this is at least there was some guardrails on buyers when they went into you know offering on this 20-year-old townhouse or this 20-year-old single-family home or condo, though, for that matter. And let's uh, switch this up a little bit and, and go to the single-family residence. You can have an inspector come through first. And I know there's people listening right now and they're like, well, you know, I paid for four inspections and didn't get the home. Maybe that benefits you. But once again, you're good. What, what the government is doing here is they're taking the guardrails off. And I understand there may be some financial penalties. So you have to put down X amount of dollars. And if you... Uh, rescind your offer within that cooling off period, you're going to lose all or a portion of the deposit. And I saw a very good comment, the real estate uh, industry, we have a Facebook page where we discuss a lot of different things like this. And what's stopping a buyer from going and making an offer on four properties within this short window of time and rescinding you know, three of four or all of those. And now the the seller has lost out on the opportunity for another buyer. And that's always a consideration that uh, when I'm on the selling side, why I say to my, my sellers, you know, sometimes the highest price is not always the best price. And I have developed a system to identify, you know, a buyer that has the capabilities of completing. And sometimes you know, that's just experience that brings it on. So the unintended consequences in a hot market, and this market has cooled right off, we are not seeing many um, multiple offers. Yes, there's a few, but we're not seeing a lot. So in a balanced market, the cooling off period is, is not uh, really going to be that prevalent in our, in our marketplace because they're going to have subjects. On the surface, it looks like, yeah, let's, you know, everybody should have an opportunity to do their due diligence. Well, right now, I will suggest to you, under my guidance, everybody is getting an opportunity to do their due diligence. You, you have that opportunity in advance. I know the Real, Real Estate Association uh, presented an opportunity where we couldn't take uh, offers within five or, or seven days of the property being listed. Um, I suggest to you, it's a free market. The seller has worked hard over the years. They've built up some equity. They should be able to make the decisions. I think the, the government, as usual, has got in, their fingers into this. And just like you know, the, the current uh, provincial government said they were going to make housing and rentals specifically more affordable, none of that has happened. And why has none of that happened? Not because they haven't tried to tax it, regulate it, manipulate it. It's because we live in one of the best places in the world and people are coming here from everywhere and we've got mountains to the north, ocean to the west, agricultural to the east, and we're pressed right up against the, the U.S. Uh, border. And we live in one of the best places in the world. So it doesn't matter how much government manipulation and really it's just manipulation. They're just tinkering around the edges 
Honestly, if the finance minister is listening right now, and I do have a loose relationship with the finance minister, change the Strata Property Act, make it illegal for Stratas to eliminate rentals. There's tens of thousands of rentals out there that can't be rented because the strata, Stratas have uh, eliminated rentals. So those units sit, rent, or sit empty. If you have any vision, Miss, Mrs. Finance Minister, those are the regulations and changes you'll make. I don't understand why people in government who probably have very little experience in real estate are dictating how the real estate market should go without really taking some uh, some hard and good advice from really experienced realtors like yourself. RobBoys.com. RobBoys.com is how you reach out to Rob Boys from Royal LePage our weekly resident real estate advisor. Uh, Robert, you mentioned a point about uh, buyers uh, with this cooling off period possibly making uh, three or more offers at the same time. Can a real estate agent uh, who's on the seller's side ask a potential buyer if he or she has made other offers at the same time? Um, Absolutely, Manny. Those are relationships that, that we build with other realtors. And, you know, lots of times we can find that out. Look, a realtor must take lawful instruction from our clients, our buyers and sellers. We must take lawful instruction from our buyers and sellers. So, you know, maybe they're working with other realtors and the buyer's agent doesn't know. That that happens too. They, they could be working with three or four realtors and going out and making multiple offers, okay? It's once again, the unintended consequences is you're taking the guardrails off of buyers who potentially, not all of them, right, who are potentially just going to run around and make offers on, on real estate and rescind because they get nervous. Everybody gets a little bit of, of buyer's remorse. Um, we all feel that, you know, are we doing the right thing? Um, I often tell, and, and I know this from experience, this is what I'll tell you, 99% of the time, the number one regret is something that somebody did not do in real estate. And everybody that's listening, and I'm sure Manny, you and I can share some stories of properties that we wish we had purchased. It's pretty rare. Once again, it happens on occasion that we regret the purchase that we made. And we've done that in haste. And that's usually where emotions come into um, into our decision-making process. But once again, we've always had the opportunity to do our due diligence. Yes, it is frustrating to do multiple inspections and not get the home, okay? Um, inspectors do everything that they can within their experience and their checklist to verify that the property is in good shape, but you just never know. Housing is not perfect. Brand new construction is not perfect. There's When you're working with experienced realtors, we can guide you through things to look for, right? From the, the walkway out front, we can tell you things about the roof, the gutter system, whether or not they're draining properly into the ground and whatnot. So, you know, once again, there's going to be unintended consequences. There are things that, that the um, Minister of Finance and the, the Minister of, of uh, Municipal Affairs could be doing, but refuse to do. And I have some insight into that. I personally heard our finance minister say that realtors are the problem. And I'm sure that people out there listening right now are thinking, oh yeah, you guys are the problem. We're not the problem. Once again, real estate and housing is not perfect. It was never intended to be. It's much like life. It's not perfect. And when you live in one of the best places in the world and you're restrained by topographical issues like we have, 
you're going to have some of those issues. Well, the fog of purchase uh, of a property, we've all experienced that fog, and uh, the best thing to do is get yourself a great agent if you're thinking of purchasing a property, a buyer's agent. Don't rely on the seller's agent. Uh, rely on a really experienced buyer's agent. Robert, I can't remember a listing on uh, The Mortgage Show that comes fully furnished, but you've managed to offer up a pretty spectacular one-bedroom, one-bathroom condo in the much-sought-after Yaletown Park. Yeah, for sure, Manny. And, and as you know, I own in this building, I own on this floor. This unit is my neighbor. And the, this is an amazing uh, building. There's there's three, there's Yaletown Park 1, 2, and 3, built by Wall Financial uh, in the mid-2000s, late-2000s. And three elevators in all these buildings, and that's really key. And we've talked about that just moving people around and you, you got people moving on weekends. You, you still want to have a couple of elevators to move people around. We have uh, each tower has their own gym. There's a library. There's meeting rooms. They're very, very well constructed. They're in a great part of the Yelltown downtown area. And, you know, this unit specifically, it's 671 square feet. This is not my listing. I would represent the buyer in this case. Um, I'm just going to take a quick step back. The strata is very progressive. It's one of those stratas where, and I often tell my buyers this, you actually want a strata that's a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit, um, you know, you call it intrusive. You, you want them on top of the issues within the building, right? You want it to be well-maintained. There's 24-7 security. There's concierge seven days a week you know, for all your mail and packages and, and any issues that, that may arise. There's um, outdoor garden. There's a rooftop garden. Back to this specific unit, 671 square feet. It's a one bedroom and den unit. In this case, the seller has furnished it. The seller uh, does not live in the country currently and they're renting it fully furnished. Yes, that's allowed as long as you do 30 days minimum you're allowed to rent in this building. Trust me, there are no, literally no Airbnbs in this building. It's very, very well uh, monitored and maintained with the aforementioned security and concierge. It's almost impossible to do Airbnb. It always has been in this building and, and we like that as owners. So beautiful furniture package. You don't have to buy the furniture, but why not? It's included. It's priced at $829,000, Manny. It comes with parking and storage. I'll suggest to you that that price is a little bit on the high side, even with the furnishings. I can definitely get you a better deal than that. Currently, as of today's date, it's been listed for 17 days. They do not have a specific offer day. We can get the strata documents. I have them now. I know this building very, very well. I've owned in here for 15, 16 years. Once again, one of the best buildings in the downtown core, 1106, 928 Homer Street, Yelltown Park. And, um, you know, it's definitely the right home for somebody. Rentals are allowed. It's set up for rentals. There's a renter in there right now. They plan to leave at the end of May. But once again, very, very easy to find renters in this area, e even for the what they call the executive furnished rental type uh, setup, uh, which this is already set up turnkey, ready, ready to go. Well, anybody who's drifted through a furniture store uh, recently, Robert, and I have, uh, you'll know there are supply chain issues, which has forced 
uh, furniture costs uh, through the roof. So this comes fully furnished. It's all part of the package. Reach out to Robert, robboys.com, R-O-B-B-O-I-E-S.com, Rob Boys, our resident real estate expert from Royal LePage. You are listening to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, back in a moment. Welcome back to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional, Angela Calla, Angela Calla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. There is no fee for her service. And one of the services that you provide, Angela, and we have talked about this for years and years and years, but yet there are some people who uh, either don't know or don't care and run around to uh, different financial institutions looking for a mortgage. And, of course, every time a financial institution is presented with a potential buyer, they're going to run a credit check, and that is a big no-no. Yes, it uh, impacts their credit score and also impacts their ability to go back to that lender if they end up having a better product because what the lender has today doesn't mean that the lender is going to have the same option tomorrow. But if you have already gotten a check there, then that means you wouldn't qualify for quote-unquote new client specials. So there's just so many aspects that consumers are unaware of of how they're looked at by lending institutions, which is what obviously inspired us to write the mortgage code. And we outline the business of banks and how they're looking at things and what their goals are and how what they're saying doesn't tell the whole story because they, you know, by the very nature of them being biased and working for that employer and being paid to sell the product are there to, of of course, only highlight the best attributes. They're not there to tell you what's different about going there versus other options that are available to you. So it's a pleasure to educate and empower Canadians accordingly so they can have a full understanding and understand all the ins and outs of the decisions that they make moving forward. Well, someone who learned uh, about four or five years ago that it is wrong to uh, go from bank to bank and they'll run that credit check was to get a hold of you. And that was a lesson hard learned, but uh, it's always experience that comes down to a benefit because you've learned from past mistakes. And Doug is one of those clients uh, who was uh, dealing with the banks up until about five years ago and then heard the show and has been a loyal client of yours over the years. Doug, describe your circumstances which led you to the Angela Kella Mortgage Team. Oh, wow. It was going back years. So Initially, yeah, I was just an online search, looking for a mortgage broker. Came across these guys that were in the area where I was buying a, a property. So I contacted them, and they walked me through the process and got me my, my mortgage. What exactly were you looking for in a mortgage, or did you know? At that time, mm-hmm. um, uh, I wasn't looking for anything in particular. What I was looking for was somebody to handle the process for me because I was very busy and I didn't want to have to shop around. So I'd rather have someone else do that for me. Yeah, the process is a little cumbersome, isn't it, if you don't really do it all the time like Angela and her team when you first got a hold of Angela, did she give you some options, some suggestions? Yeah, they give me various options on, well, they told me how their process works, what they do. Um, one of the attractive things of using them was 
not having a hit on a, a credit rating, just a one time. So if I had to do it myself, you know, every time I called up a bank, they'd be doing a credit check on me and giving me a hit on my credit score. So that was that was one of the things that they explained. And it actually came together fairly quickly. They, all they did was say, here's what's required of documents. So I was able to put those together, and then they, they handled the rest. And obviously you were pleased with that final option. Uh, what were, you know, one or two of the things in that mortgage that you found particularly attractive, or do you recall? I, well, I've used these guys about five times now, so... I'm trying to remember the first one. I think it was just, you know, the rate that they were able to get for me versus what I saw being posted online by other institutions was a better rate. Um, the flexibility of getting out of the mortgage was also attractive. I don't think a lot of people consider, you know, when they go to some of their financial institutions to seek out a mortgage, that it does affect their credit score. I think that's one of the big things that that you learned over the years. Yeah, that was a big one. Like, at that time, I didn't realize that happened. Every time you go to a different institution, that they would do their own credit check. And, of course, there's a few points come off every time that happens off the credit score. Over the years that you've dealt with the Angela Calla mortgage team, has the mortgage process become easier to understand for you? Yeah, just because of going through it. So I understand the process, but it hasn't become any more difficult. You know, Angela and her team always send out updates on what's happening with changes in government regulations and, and um, minimum deposits and things of that nature. So... I'm kept well informed. Well, that's one of the great benefits of using the Angela Calla mortgage team. You're in the system. So if there is something that comes down the pike that can improve your mortgage, uh, she'll alert you and you can take advantage of some of those savings. Exactly. And then we always review that. I'll always phone up one of the team members and they look at things and see if it makes sense now to make some changes or you know, wait a little bit. So it's good information to be constantly kept up to date on these things. Any words of wisdom for the folks listening to the radio program this evening, Doug? Um, Just use, use Angela Kelly's team because it's just so much easier. Well, again, Angela, uh, he really liked the way you did that credit check. It doesn't affect his credit at all. And uh, just to reinforce that point. Yes, um, that's the way that as a consumer, you can ensure that you're getting the best options that are out there. And also it is important to um, have an understanding too that even going to different mortgage brokers will impact your credit score too, because a broker's job is to independently shop all the lenders, trust companies and credit unions. However, if you feel that the broker that, you know, for whatever reason you're dealing with doesn't, um, you know, have the best understanding of the landscape or your scenario, then of course we recommend uh, a second opinion. But um, we did come across that circumstance as well, because it's very common 
when you are uh, searching for a mortgage that everybody has an opinion, um, and especially those you know who who care most about you. But as a consumer, it's important that you take control of your life. You understand and have done your research on which mortgage broker is going to best provide you with the solution based on their expertise and and um, you know your research that you do and proceed along accordingly. So we explain all these things to everyone and people are so surprised because most people don't take the time to explain the process. But every time that somebody reaches out to us to review their options and we discuss what we will need to review those options. We do include a letter of engagement, which specifies all those details of how we're looking to position you from day one to ensure that you only look the best in front of these lenders and you get the best options that are available in the marketplace for you. And even if that means that we don't do business together, we transparency and understanding how we're going to formulate the best strategy to meet your goals is the key component. AngelaCalla.ca, AngelaCalla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. There is no fee for her service. You are listening to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. Welcome back to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional, Angela Calla. Angela Calla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we travel to that strangest of all places, hotbed of romance, iniquity, fortune, and good fortune for a couple in Williams Lake, where Lexi (laughs) and Ron reside and listen to The Mortgage Show. Yes, uh, The Mortgage Show is heard province-wide up in Williams Lake. Uh, They were intrigued, Angela. They called you. You restructured their mortgage saving them $1,450 net a month and and an additional $2,900 over the term of their new mortgage uh, thanks to a last-minute rape-drop check by your ever-vigilant team. You know, we're so privileged to be in a business where we get to deliver good news that we know is going to benefit families in such a secure manner. I mean, financial security really has a way of making it through all aspects of emotions in your physical life as well. So when you look at how hard someone would have to work in order to earn an extra $1,300 each and every month, most of us would stop and think about that and for a lot of us, it's not likely, you know, um, you know, is it possible to get a raise? Maybe, maybe not, you know, tax-free dollars, you got to keep that in consideration as well. So when you look at your mortgage, if you have debt outside of your mortgage, credit cards, lines of credit, car loans, there's a better and more effective way to be paying that by utilizing the equity in your home. And then you can start to turn the tables because you can use that cash that you were using for the other payments and pay your mortgage off in record time, or you can invest in yourself further and you can start contributing to RSPs and potentially get tax refunds that will further help you pay down debt or have emergency savings aside. And then once you get past that emergency savings aspect, you can start building on, hey, do I want to buy a rental property? Has it been my family's dream to own a vacation home? Or hey, if I can save this much 
each and every month. Can I retire earlier? Whatever your goals or dreams are, you can do that when you know that you have all your finances working for you in the best possible manner. And that becomes an exciting part of life instead of the stress of, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay this off? What am I going to do? You know, so being able to answer that question and provide that financial security, which I know is so much more than that down the road based on the outcome and the stress relief that it can provide is so exciting to do each and every day. Well, for Lexi and Ron in Williams Lake, uh, they were intrigued at first, got a hold of Angela. Uh, decided to restructure their mortgage, which we suggest uh, most people can do if you get a hold of Angela. It's really easy to do for Angela, and there's no fee for that service. But in this case, Angela saved this couple $1,450 net every month. You're listening to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional Angela Calla. Back in a moment. Welcome back to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with accredited mortgage professional Angela Kella. We are heard at this hour every weekend on CKNW. No fee for Angela's service. Easy to reach out. Angela Kella, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. I was looking at an article just this week, Angela. Uh, it appears that we are headed towards uh, some pretty substantial mortgage rate increases in the next year or two. Yes, absolutely. And they've already started. So, you know, ever since we entered the mortgage business, we've always had what we call an inflation hedge strategy. And we have recommended um, nominal increases to your mortgage payment in order to ensure that if when rates go up, that you don't have payment shock because there's a big misunderstanding out there that if you have a fixed rate mortgage, that um, you might not have payment shock. And for some people who have, you know, a fixed rate that might be below 2%, they can be quite shocked to see that when they renew, it's possible their rate can be over 4%. And so for some people, like for a significant amount of people, in fact, almost everybody in the last decade, that could be totally shocking to them. And if they have haven't been prepared for it with, you know, a mortgage partner who's been working together with them every year, or they simply haven't executed the strategy that was recommended, then, um, you know, it's just something that they need to be prepared for. And bond rates are rising rapidly, much faster than the Bank of Canada. But the Bank of Canada has talked about rising interest rates quite rapidly. I mean, I don't see that they will do things much more beyond a 2% increase, but a 2% increase is very shocking for a lot of people who have spent a lot of time in the last decade in and around the 2% range. So preparing for that, understanding how it's going to impact your payment, making sure that you have taken advantage of your home equity to get rid of your outside debt by consolidating it into a new mortgage so you have the right strategy. Do not focus on oh my God, how high are interest rates going to go? Focus on, do I have the best financial strategy for me? And have I controlled everything that I possibly can control within my own personal financial house? Because that is empowering. If you start to think about things that we all have no control over, then it can feel very overwhelming and it doesn't benefit you financially to not move in the direction of what we can control for you. 
key word, prepare. Best person to help you prepare, Angela Kalla, accredited mortgage professional, Angela Kalla, C-A-L-L-A dot C-A. You have been listening to The Mortgage Show on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. We'll see you next time. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.